second brethren see poor sinners round you slumbering on the brink of woe death is coming hell do you believe that today can you bear to let them go see our fathers and our and our children sinking down brethren pray and holy manna will be showered all around on the third now sisters will you join and help us thank god hallelujah aided him will you help the trembling mourners who are struggling hard with sin tell them about a savior tell them that he will be found sisters pray and Holy manna will be showered all around. Let us love our God supremely. Help us, Lord, each other too. Let us love and pray for sinners. Hey man, I'm looking forward to that now. Then he'll call us home to heaven. At his table we'll sit down. Christ will gird himself and serve us with sweet manna all around. Boy, I like that. Then he'll call us home to heaven. At his table we'll sit down. Christ will gird himself and serve us with sweet manna all around. I believe that's going to happen one day, don't you? And I can't wait till that day, amen, when I'm in the presence of Jesus forever and ever. Turn to 526 in your blue book or 120 in the red book, Victory in Jesus. Amen. We need victory today and it's available to us. Thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through Jesus Christ. Amen. 526 I heard an old old story how a Savior came from glory and I heard upon Calvary to save a wretch 
much like me. I heard about his groaning of his precious blood atoning. Then I repented of my sin. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. Sing now. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior, forever he sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. Sing now, he loved me ere I knew him. cleansing power revealing how he made the lame to walk again and cause the blind to see and then I cried I hope you remember that day come and heal my broken spirit and somehow Jesus came and brought to I don't know how he did it. I'm glad he did, aren't you? Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him. Plunge me to victory beneath the cleanse. Hey, here's what we have to look forward to, church. I heard about a mansion to me in glory. I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story, and some sweet day I'll sing up there the Amen. Sing it out now. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing God's people said you may be seated today it is good to be in the Lord's house I like those words to that third verse I heard about a mansion amen right now that's all I can say is that I heard about it you say preacher how'd you hear about it well 
I heard about it through the Word of God. Amen. What the Bible says. Amen. And uh, what's been taught to me uh, over the course of my life. Amen. Could somebody bring me a bulletin if you don't mind? Uh, there is one. Thank you, Grace. But uh, one of these days my faith is going to be turned to sight. I'm going to see that which I've heard. Amen. How many of you are looking forward to that day when your faith becomes sight? Amen. Right now we're not... Uh, Walking by sight, we're living by faith. Uh, we want to put so much stock in what we see and what we feel and all these other things. You better keep your ears uh, in tune with the Word of God. Amen? But, but I'm telling you, one day, every word that's written in that book you're holding in your lap right now that I'm going to be preaching from here today, it's going to happen just exactly as it's recorded for us. Do you believe that this morning? Amen. Amen. Yeah, go ahead, Barb. The Lord puts that in my mind, Art. He has, it's been on my heart all week long. Praise God. Oh my. Keep the dust down. Oh my. One day I was driving on this road, had my sister in law with me. I was just in my early 20s. But I was kind of watching for it. Well, when I hit the hard top, uh -oh. it, it had rained. So I come into a curve, and here I am all over the road. I'm just telling you how the yeah. Lord Oh, my goodness. You could look down. I sat in the truck and I held the brake. Right. There was no, it was sitting on bottom. But let me tell you, that was just one time. It there man. has been a million times since then. It that man. the Lord has brought me to yeah. I didn't even know. Hallelujah. And I never deserved a bit of it. That's good, Barbie. I, I don't know what he's planned for my life, but thank you, Lord. It's good, Barbie. Yeah, and keeping on, it does not matter how much pain I'm in. He's pain. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't like it, but he's he's preparing me for something better. Yeah, man. It's good, and Barbie. I just like to say thank you, Lord, for each and every thing <laughs> that you brought me through, each and every trial, each and every danger that I don't even know about. That's good, Barbie. Amen. Uh, I think Barbie come come to church to worship the Lord this morning, didn't she? That's the way we all ought to be when we come to God's house. I mean, we're here to worship Him. And, uh, boy, I believe we could all attest to the fact that there's been times in our lives to where um, uh, maybe we didn't know it or, or weren't aware of it at the time, but then we look back later on down the road and we say, you know, God was looking out for me. Uh, boy, I tell you, I'm glad He looks out for us when we're not looking out for ourselves. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there's a lot of times I've done some things and wanted to do some things and even asked him for some things that weren't in my best interest. 
You know, God will always answer your prayers, but sometimes he'll say no. And sometimes the best answer God can give you to a prayer you pray uh, is no. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. But then it also says we have not because we ask amiss. And I'm afraid I've prayed a lot of prayers and asked for a lot of things amiss and outside the will of God. Amen, Barbie. That's good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Boy, that's the way that, that helps the preacher. You know, when God's people come in here and don't sit on the church pew like a, a not on the log, but they're, they, they're here to worship Jesus. That's what it's about. We're here to worship Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll dry, draw all men unto myself. Praise God for that. Well, glory to God. All right, just by way of announcements this morning, we've got a special speaker coming in tonight. This is very unusual, and I wouldn't do this uh, just, uh, you know, I try to be very particular about who I allow to come and speak at the church. But uh, this fellow that I've known, uh, not just himself, but his family, Brother David and Miss Sherry Anderson, uh, Brother David Pastors, um, amen, um, Lighthouse, Free Will Baptist here in uh, uh, Greenville. But uh, known the family, good Christian folk. But Andrew is a local citizen. He's a fellow brother in Christ. Uh, he's got some things going on in his life. And he's going to be here tonight to speak some, regarding some very important issues that are currently taking place here in our community that have a direct bearing on Christian and moral issues. You do not. If, if, you, if you love your community, you'll want to be here tonight. Uh, you know, a lot of times the devil, he sneaks things in on us unawares. Uh, amen? So we need to be aware of what the devil's trying to do in our community. And he's not just working in Los Angeles and New York and Chicago, but he's trying to get in right here in Greene County Amen. as well. Amen. And if we don't know these things and if we don't stand up for these things, uh, he'll get a foothold before we even know, know he's there. All right, so don't miss tonight's service. I really am excited about it. Andrew and I met and uh, we had a good time together and I have ultimate confidence that the things that he's going to share with us tonight will be a blessing. Uh, again, don't forget the Building Fund offering on Wednesday nights. Youth program, boy, God is blessing our Wednesday night youth program. We have new uh, kids every week. And, uh, I mean, we're overloaded on the, the church vans. How many do you have Wednesday night, Matt? 14 on a 15 pass or no, on a 12. Yeah, 12 passenger. Matt had 15. I've got a 15 passenger I was driving. I had over 20. So I'll just let y'all, I shouldn't say that live. The police may show up. <laughs> amen. But hey, listen. Uh, amen. God's grace is sufficient. Yeah, Jake, I ain't scared of you, brother. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But uh, God's blessing our young people ministry. And we need to pray for these kids. Uh, it's the only opportunity many of them ever have to, to hear the hope of Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's what we're doing. So you pray for that. Promote it. And we, uh, you know, we're getting ready to hit the 50 mark. We've been, I mean, we've just been skirting it the last few weeks, just right under 50. I'll never forget when I first came to the church, uh, you know, we, when I first came here, we was running about 12. That's, that's what we started with. And we got, we started building up and growing and somebody said, what are you going to do when we hit 50? I said, well, I might uh, uh, preach uh, on the roof. Well, then we hit 50 and there's a problem. I'm scared of heights. So that didn't happen. So I don't know what we'll do when we hit 50 with the youth, but uh, we'll just rejoice and praise the Lord for it. Amen? 
All right, uh, let's see, uh, just uh, continue to remember the missionary offerings as God continues to bless this uh, missionary ministry. Just by way of prayer request today, we do have many, many people uh, that are either uh, a part of our church or affiliated with our church that uh, are sick. Uh, Continue to remember Gary Gridley. I know him and Miss Francis celebrated uh, an anniversary this week. Their anniversary is on Valentine's Day. Uh, Remember Gary and Francis. Miss Cheryl Davis has been sick. Um, uh, uh, my understanding is she is doing a little better. Remember her in prayer. Continue to remember Nancy Chapman. Uh, Nancy, uh, of course, uh, we this a week ago today we held the Harold Chapman funeral services uh, for the Chapmans. Uh, continue to remember Miss Nancy in prayer. Um, uh, also pray for Shirley Niece. I visited with LV and Shirley this week and. Uh, Of course, she had surgery a little over a week ago, but she's at home and she's doing very, very well. Continue to pray for her. Pray for Bob Price. Bob needs our prayers. He's um, uh, getting ready to have a procedure the 1st of March. Uh, They're going to be putting a defibrillator and a pacemaker in, but he's got other things going on too, and we just really need to to lift that entire family, Pat, up as well. We love them dearly. Uh, Remember my friend Sam Hardy. Um, remember Sam Stillner, he's been having some health issues, remember him, um, let's see, we just keep on going down, remember Zach Stanton, remember him in prayer, continue to remember Rita Knight, remember mom and dad as they're still traveling, uh, amen, good to have Miss Linda Coggins uh, uh, back with us, and Miss Conchita's here today, hopefully that won't kill the spirit, praise God, amen, love Miss Conchita, pray for Miss Elizabeth Ward, we need to remember her in prayer, uh, Cheryl Griggs and her health, uh, Brian's mother, Jeanette Jeffellers, remember her in prayer, and uh, Dolores' daughter, Tiffany, Robert Hahn, remember Miss Lula Cutshaw, Miss Lula has been in the hospital, uh, boy, almost three weeks now, um, and Lyle's been up there with her about every day, uh, but uh, still making progress, right, Jeannie? She, amen. Amen, amen. I could tell a big improvement. I visited her several times this week, and I can tell a, a big improvement in her. And boy, I just believe that's because people's been praying for her, don't you? Amen. There is power in prayer, uh, no doubt about that. We've just got a, a host of lists there, or requests there on our prayer list. We do need to remember the situation in Ukraine. That is a very, very, uh, I would call it a powder keg. And uh, this world is very unstable right now. And part of it's due to the weakness of America. And it has emboldened our enemies. And, um, you know, we don't know what the, the future holds. And whether it be China, the Bible makes reference uh, in prophecy to the kings of the east, makes reference to Russia, the bear of the north, uh, uh, the prince of Persia being uh, Iran, all of the major players that, uh, that are on the, the stage in the world today, they are, they are mentioned in accordance uh, vividly to events that will kind of light the fuse uh, for the return of the Antichrist, the rapture. Friend, we have no idea just how close we may be to the return of Jesus. Caroline asked me last night, she said, Dad, do you really think Jesus could come back tomorrow? I said, babe, you better believe it. Uh, you know, uh, Ralph Sexton's doing a, a thing right now, he's visiting different locations around the world where, um, you know, some of these events are, are transpiring. 
and he's calling it, calling it Sky Watch. Amen, I like that, don't you? Sky Watch. Uh, we better have our eyes, not on this world, but on the eastern sky, because very soon the trumpet's going to sound. And you know, that's bad for our loved ones, but hey, all this sickness, suffering, and sorrow, it's all going to be over. Amen. I'm sure you have some prayer requests today you'd like to mention. i give you an opportunity to do, to do that at this time. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Goodness. And what's her name? It's all right. Just for, okay. All right. The Lord knows. Amen. Somebody else today. My, my, my. Christy Walker, remember this request in prayer. Others today? I'd like for us to remember Jason there. I know most of you know Jason Donahoe. And uh, he's got a very dangerous job. I asked him this morning if he's staying safe. But we need to pray, pray for our law enforcement. Amen. Amen, that's good. Before I forget, remember um, Layden Pierce, this is Brad and Alana's youngest child, as uh, uh, he's uh, sick and not feeling well this morning, so remember this child in prayer. Other prayer requests today? Yes, that's right. Amen, Sam. Remember the men of God. Go ahead, Cheryl. Brother Roberts. Amen. Amen. We just recently partnered with uh, Brother Luther Spivey and WKJV Radio and that net, the King's Network. We love him dearly. Also, Brother Roberts so will be with us the first week of May. So remember that, the first week of May, uh, Brother Guy Roberts will be with us for revival. So uh, that, we've got that to look forward to. Other prayer needs? I guess, I guess so, Miss Cheryl. Amen. Somebody else this morning? No, they're um, they're on a hiatus, getting a little rest. He needs it. <laughs> Amen. Let's remember Brother Josh in prayer. We love him dearly, and I guess we'll include Ashley too. I don't know. You know, she's on my hit list. I can't tell you why, but uh, Amen. Yeah, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Remember mom and dad. Amen. They'll be back soon. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. Other prayer needs this morning. Yes, sir. Amen, Anthony. 
That's good. Anybody else have unspoken requests this morning? How about lost loved ones that we need to remember in prayer? Amen. We need to be, you know, we need to be as uh, urgent about getting our uh, loved ones saved as the devil is dragging them to hell. I'm afraid it's a bit, I'm afraid the devil is more serious about our loved ones going to hell than we are making sure they get to heaven. That's true. Amen. It's a big deal. All right, somebody else this morning. Amen. My sister-in-law, Ashley, is my brother. He may be a doctor. He doesn't have a lick of sense. As they're getting ready to have their fifth child. I think he needs to go to the doctor and have a brain examination. <laughs> Whatever, brother. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to find out. <laughs> Anybody else today? We're Amen. My goodness. Harmon? Harmony. Okay. Need to remember all of our children in prayer. Especially this young girl named Harmony. Somebody else today. You. Let's pray for Jace in prayer. Your memo? Okay. Her eyes? Okay. Remember Jace in prayer. I love Jace. Amen. I think I think we need to pray for Jace's memo more than we do Jace. But <laughs> Uh, we won't even talk about what happened Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, goodness, it's off the rails. She's here today. She's here today. Somebody else this morning. Go ahead, Bruce.
Okay, remember, um, <clears throat> see, Rebecca Gray, Gordon Norton, Lucas Hall, Paul Finter, and Melinda. And then let's remember Brother Bruce, as he's got a, a scheduled surgery this Wednesday. Is that what you said, Bruce? Okay. Somebody else? Amen. Hospice patients, but then also I would add hospital workers, uh, our doctors and nurses. Um, our healthcare system's broken, but it's not there. It's not the the uh, doctors and nurses' fault. A lot of times, they're just victims of the of the system, and we need to remember them in prayer because they're overwhelmed. Someone else. Come on, come on, Sarah. Amen. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. That's good, Sarah. It's wonderful. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, Sarah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yes, Sarah, it is very, very urgent. And there she goes again, praise God. But I say that positively. I love her to death. And um, it's exactly what we need to hear, church. And, and uh, Lord willing, we'll hear more about it before the day's over. Um, you know, one thing we've got to make sure we don't do is develop animosity towards these people. You know, I mean, our hearts need to be broken with a heart of love for them. Because I'm telling you, friend, it could be you. And God forbid that any of us would say, well, that would never happen to me or my family. 
Yeah, you're probably the, the, the most likely candidate for it to happen to you. Amen. Couldn't have said that any better than myself, Sarah. It's good. Somebody else today? Wow. Wow. Yep. Yeah, what you're seeing is just a, um, you're basically seeing the uh, implosion of a godless society. When a, when a culture turns its back on God, then what God does is God just kind of backs off and says, all right, let's see what happens. And you're seeing what, what happens when we, uh, when we uh, try to yank it out of God's hands. We need to pray, church. I like the spirit, in the, I like the spirit of today's service. I really, really do. Any other prayer needs this morning? Amen. That's what the Bible says. Any other prayer requests today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Any, if, the, if there were ever a family or a, that, that brought their kids to church and they felt unwelcome because maybe the kid was a little bit rambunctious or... I, I tell you what, I'd hate to be I'd hate to be that church, because uh, the Bible has some very strong words about uh, offending these little ones. They're right where they need to be, and uh, we just need to encourage them and ag them on just to make Jill's life harder than it already is. Praise God. <laughs> Any other prayer? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yep. I like it. That's good. Any other prayer request? Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. It's good, Maria. Amen. Any other prayer requests today? Let's gather around the altar. Let's take these requests for the Lord. While we're coming, I just want to say it's good to have Miss Donna back today. I saw you come in. It just thrills my soul. It makes my day to see you here. Oh. 
you got to be kidding me. Hallelujah. I thought I recognized her too. <laughs> We've already got a reason to praise Him this morning, don't we, church? Amen. Amen. Anthony Knight, lead us in prayer. Father, we love you, God. We thank you, Lord, for this privilege, God, this chance that we have to come into your house and, uh, Lord, be your presence, God, and, Lord, meet together with your people, God, in one mind and one accord, Father. We lift you up for that, God. Uh, Lord, I thank you, God, that, Lord, even when it seems like you're not working, Father, you are working, God. And, Lord, no doubt about it, Father, that's the case. Lord, the harder the devil fights, God, uh, Lord, the, the more uh, evident it is that help's on the way, God. Lord, I pray that you just help us to weather the storm. And, Lord, having done all to stand and withstand the battle and the fight, God, that's raging. And, Lord, just trust you and stand on the promises of your word. And God, be faithful, God, to your calls. And Lord, encourage one another and lift one another up, God. And dear Jesus, Lord, I just lift up holy hands this morning, God, and praising you, Lord, God, for, Lord, already giving us what we need to receive, Father. Lord, we walk into the church, Lord, black and blue, God, and just from the fight, God, and through the week. But, God, how refreshing it is, God, to come together with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And, Lord, Father, Lord, God, I just love you today, and I thank you for everyone that's made their way out. Lord, I pray that their gathering, Lord, would not be in vain, Lord, that they'd receive something and glean something from thy truth. And, Lord, help me, God. Lord, I need your wisdom and discernment, Father. I need your unction. Uh, God, Lord, just uh, speak through me today, Father, Lord. God, if I've ever felt, God, uh, Lord, impotent and unable, God, Lord, today's that day. But, Lord, I believe, God, that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Father, bless uh, every prayer request today. God, I pray for everything that's said done in this service, the music, the testimonies, the offerings, the prayers, the preaching of thy word, that it might bring glory to thy name, Father. Those who are away from you, uh, Lord, help me get right. Lord, those uh, who may be here today and are lost, I pray they'd be saved, God. Draw us all unto yourself today, and God, Spirit of living God, fall fresh on us. God, who will leave this place, no doubt. Surely the presence of the Lord has met with us. Lord, I pray for Gary and Francis and Cheryl and God uh, Chapman's, Lord. I pray, Father, for uh, LB and Shirley and Bob, Lord, and Winona. Lord, I pray, Father, that you bless uh, Sam uh, and Harvey. I pray, Lord, that you bless uh, God Zach Stanton. Bless uh, Michael Knight. Bless him, Lord. My mom and dad, Lord. Rita Knight, Lord. I pray that you bless them. Pray for Miss Conchita, Lord. I pray for uh, Elizabeth and Cheryl Griggs, Lord. I pray, Father, Lord, for uh, uh, Miss Lula Cutchall. Bless her, Miss Peggy, Lord. And, Layden, God bless him today, and Michael Knight, Christy Walker, and Jake, Brother Jake, bless him, Lord, our pastors and preachers, Brother Luther, uh, Josh and Ashley, Lord, and, and, and my brother and his family, God, Harmony, bless this child, bless Rebecca Gray, and bless Grady Norton, and uh, Lord Lucas Paul, and Paul Fincher, and Melinda, Brother Bruce, as he has surgery this week, all of our hospice patients and hospital workers, our truckers, our schools. God, we have so many 
things to pray about, Lord, the situation in Ukraine, Lord. But, Father, we're so thankful we serve a God that's able. And we praise you, Lord. And, uh, God, go ahead and give you the praise for what you're getting ready to do in our midst. In Jesus' name. Brother Anthony, you lead us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today, and Lord, we're just thankful again to be in your house. And God, we just ask that you meet with us here today. Lord, just pour out your spirit on each and every one of us. And Lord, just again, we're thankful to give back to you. And Lord, we pray that you take it and just use it as you see fit. And Lord, we love you, we praise you, and thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Kiddos, I need two kiddos. Come on, Aislin. Let's go. I need another kiddo. Jace, you want to come help? Come on. it a lot, but uh, that children's missionary offering, Brother Bill Bryson, is the one that uh, kind of uh, got that started, and I believe it puts as big of a smile on the Lord's face as anything we do here at the church, don't you? Amen, amen. All right, uh, Miss Holly, will you come and sing something before I preach today?
when clouds of doubt hover o'er me angry waves toss me to and fro there is a place i can go he's a shield from the tempest he's an anchor that is sure in times like these it's good to I wandered from the shelter Just ahead I could not see Those dark clouds so heavy with rain Angry winds blew hard against me He called out and I ran to him and now I am safe from the storm. Oh, God is my refuge. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's so good. Thank you, Lord. without the Lord today. He's so good to me. He's a very present help in time of trouble, and I believe that today. He's so good, church. We don't deserve him, but he's so good to us. I'm so thankful that he knows everything we go through, and regardless of what it is, I'm, I'm thankful that I can run to the Lord. He'll never leave me or forsake me. I'm just so thankful. Thank you. For God is my refuge, a strong and mighty tower that I can run to. you 
what, I want her to sing that last verse. And when she does, you just mind the Lord, this altar's open. Sarah said it. What we need is at the altar. What we need comes from God. And I'm not just talking about lost people. I'm talking about saved people. Sometimes we need something more than what we can do for ourselves. Amen. We need somebody that's greater than, 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 than our ability, wiser than we are. Amen. That knows more than what we know. So, boy, I tell you, the Lord's here this morning. And, boy, you better not uh, pass that up. While He's here, you better come get what you need. And what you need's not from a preacher. What you need's not from a bottle. What you need's not from a pill. What you need's not from another uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. Hallelujah. What you need can only come from Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask her to sing this song. You be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit of God today. And if you're lost, somebody will meet you at this altar and point you to the one who can be your refuge. The one who can be the very present help in a time of trouble. The one that can do for you what nobody else can do. You mind Jesus today. Holly, sing that last verse. Once I wandered from the shelter just ahead I could not see those dark clouds so heavy with By the Lord, church. Angry winds blew hard against me. He called out and I ran to him and now I am saved. Sing it again, Holly. Once I wandered from the shelter, just ahead I could not see those dark clouds so heavy with rain. Angry winds blew hard against me. He called out and I ran to him. What you need to do is run and to the Lord now today. I am saved from the storm. Oh God is Sing it with us this morning, church. Sing it one more time.
Sing that one more time, that last phrase. And they were lonely because of my spiritual friends lost a leader. I lost my guide, somebody that I could go to and talk to about spiritual things that I needed. And now God's poured into my life, and it's because I was struggling. Bless her. And I just prayed that the seed would go back to that time. Listen. Receive grace and wisdom and be obedient to it. It's good, Dolores. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his name. And that father that is in heaven, he's still that role model for her. And she can look back and see that guidance. And I just pray that he will supply to that guidance because God he hasn't come back. Amen. Where he was to his children by the reason they were there. I just want her to know that she's loved by a great God. Amen, Dolores. Hallelujah. And she's Boy, it's good, she sis. Amen. Her name's Tiffany. Remember Dolores' daughter, Tiffany. Uh, how many of you will uh, make that a matter of prayer in your life? I guarantee it, if, you, if it was your loved one, you'd want somebody to pray for them. But you know what I have seen and what I'm, what I'm learning? God, when we don't think... God's doing anything. He's working behind the scenes. Huh? See, what God wants, or what the devil wants to convince you of is that uh, uh, it's over. <laughs> I mean, especially when it comes to those you care about and, and you witness and you, you live a life in front of them and, and it just seems like there's nothing there. Or maybe there's a pushback and a rejection. Listen, man looks at the outward appearance. God sees the heart. 
And when it seems like he's not doing anything, that's when he may be working the most. I've seen that recently. I've seen that several times recently. Fellow we led to the Lord. Uh, well, my friend Michael, y'all know that story. Years and years went by. I prayed for him. And all of a sudden, boom, there it happened. Last week, Lynn, I prayed for him and prayed for him and kind of lost track of him. Boom, there it is. Got to take him a Bible this week. Praise the Lord. Uh, we've got an example of that here this morning. Amen? <clears throat> I'm so thankful that we serve a living Savior. Not a dead God. Not an idea or a philosophy or a, a religion. We serve a living Savior that can change lives. Because the truth is, just like Dolores said, all, I mean, we're all a mess. I mean, you know, we come into church and we put on the front and everything's good. Everything ain't good. And sometimes we just got to God, I open up and say, here it is. Here's what I'm going through. Again, we have not because we ask amiss, but sometimes we have not because we ask not. I mean, do you have enough faith today? And again, I emphasize and stress according to His will. <laughs> Amen, it's got to be what He wants. But do you have enough faith in your life to believe that God can, can, can do what you need Him to do? Can meet your need, answer your, your prayers, save your loved ones. You know, it's easier for, we, for us to say, yes, yeah, I do. But when you're going through the valley, when you're the one who, uh, whose child is going astray, amen, it's a lot easier to say you have the faith than it is to genuinely believe. That God is able to do for what you, what you need Him to do. Man, this service is off the rails. I don't know who to blame for it. But that's all right. I wouldn't dare get in the way of what God's doing. And I don't believe He's done yet. I don't believe He's done yet. So, it's on you. Boy, that's true, Sarah. God help. God help. You are so right. Listen. Amen. Sarah, that's so good. 
You are so right, Sarah. You are so right. And uh, I'm not going to get to preach. I'm pouting a little bit. No, it's all right. It's all right. God, hey, when a big preacher shows up, we need to step out of the way. All right? But what she's saying goes right along. Can I just remind you this morning? First of all, God's real. Amen. And God's greater than Satan. How many of you believe that today? But Satan is real. And I said it last week, just because it's real don't mean it's right. And there is a power, there is a demonic influence in this world. Um, you know, Paul said it, he said that there was sent uh, uh, against me a, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. And you see that all, Job is another one. That Satan had, of course, I'm thankful that, and I don't understand how all this works. I mean, one of these days the Lord will tell us about it. But Satan, he actually had to go to God to get permission to uh, oppress Job physically and family and all these things. Aren't you thankful that God puts a hedge about you? And parents, you need to pray a hedge about your kids. Husbands, you need to pray a hedge about your wife. We showed it last week. And again, ladies are valuable, but ladies are vulnerable. And the devil wants to lead your wife astray. The devil wants to lead your children astray. And you need to pray a hedge about your family. Um, my responsibility as your pastor is to pray a hedge about you. And I take that very seriously. But I got news for you. You need to pray a hedge about me. Because what she said is exactly right. The devil is after the men of God. And there are true men of God that are saved that have gone astray. And but for the grace of God, it'd be me. And friend, we need to pray for the preachers. And, and, and I'm just going to tell you, and I, I'm not trying to get all... I mean, you know, that's one thing you need to be careful about is dabbling in the demonic. You need to be careful what you let into your home. You need to be careful what you expose your children to. Because he can get them while he's young, expose them to things that they're not ready for while they're young that will stay with them the rest of their lives. Amen? But, but uh, the demonic influence is real. And, and I can just speak for myself. I mean, again, I've told, and, and thank God, I don't think it was this Saturday, but last Saturday... Pam sent me a message and said, just wanted you to know I'm praying for you. Because here's the truth, and I, I, ain't, try, I ain't giving you a sob story, but Saturday is the worst day of the week for me. You know, I want to spend time with my family and just, you know, rest and relax and get ready, ready for sun, Sunday. But you know what happens the entire day, and the closer I get to bedtime, the devil 
gets on me and oppresses me and beats me up and, 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 and bruises me. And it affects my family because I want to spend time with my family and love on my family. But I got this, I got this devil on my... Hey, listen, he can't get, on, get in me. Did you hear that? If you're saved, the devils can't dwell with the Spirit. Either the devil's in you or, or the Holy Ghost is in you. And don't you let nobody tell you otherwise. But he can't oppress you and he can't afflict you. And, uh, you know, you know, true, again, while God's people are at ease in Zion, we're asleep, we're hitting the snooze button, acting like everything's okay, just ignoring it and putting off, the devil's working overtime. Again, he cares more about dragging your loved ones to hell than you do getting them to heaven. You may, be not, you may not be urgent and desperate, but he is. Because he's got more discernment about this thing than you do, knowing that his time is short. And he has launched an all-out onslaught against everything that God stands for. And if you are not careful, and maybe even if you are careful, he's going to get you. He's going to get your children. Greater men and women than you are have been drawn astray. I promise you. Greater men and women than you are have been led astray. But greater is He that is in us than he that's in the world. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> Can I give you one thing this morning? Just trying to mind the Lord. I was going to preach on... Uh, anybody know who Janice and Jambres are in the scriptures. They were the sorcerers of Satan that were used against Moses. You remember the story in the Word of God? Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Oh, I know I'm in trouble. Or you're in trouble. Listen to me. Listen to me. They were the sorcerers of Satan. And you remember God appeared to Moses on the mountain. And uh, take off your shoes. <laughs> Holy ground. You're going to be a deliverer. He said, I'm going to give you... Moses said, uh-uh, not me. I can't speak. <laughs> he said, I'll give you a voice. But then he gave him something else. He gave him a rod. And before that experience on the mountain, it was the rod of Moses. After he left the mountain, it was the rod of God. And you remember what he did? He said he cast it down. And what did it do? It became a snake. Boy, I'd have hit the trail and headed down that mountain. As done. Sorry. See you, Lord. Then God said, pick it back up again. And it become a rod. In the Bible, the rod represents dominion and authority. The rod of iron. Is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign of authority. And man, I started studying, what does that rod represent? By the way, it's good to have Miss Cheryl with us today. Hallelujah, Cheryl Davis. What is that rod? Somebody said, well, it's the life of Moses. It was his rod, then he laid it down, and it became God's rod. Well, maybe that's true. But I think it represents something else. Who is the rod or the authority of God manifested to us? Jesus. 
So what did Jesus do? The authority of God. Uh, the Lord thrust him down. He said he made himself of no reputation. Humbled himself. Became obedient unto death, the death of the cross. And then the authority of God, the lion of the tribe of Judah, not only did he become a lamb, but he became a snake. Now, I know that gets uncomfortable. I mean, there, Jesus was holy. Yeah, but there came a point in time that he that knew no sin was made sin. And the Father no longer saw the Son as the lion or the lamb. He saw him as we are, the snakes. Y'all get it? But then he didn't stay down there. But the Lord reached down and lifted him back up. He rose again from the dead. And he reinstated him to his previous position of power, dominion, and authority where he's at right now. God hath highly exalted him, give him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, things in heaven, earth, under the earth, and that every tongue should can. You see where I'm coming from? I believe the rod of... And you know, hey, what did Moses do? What, what did Mo, that rod, everywhere he went after that fact, when he led it, the children of Israel out of the desert, he did something specific with that rod. He lifted it up. Oh, yeah. Y'all's preaching for me this morning. Amen. You know, and Moses' hands began to, to become weak, but as long as they helped him lift, you know, sometimes the man of God's hands become weak and the people have to lift his hands up so that the power of the gospel. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. Well, there came a point in time to where this became, this became an, I mean, it was put into practice. Moses had a confrontation with Pharaoh. Anytime you do God's will, you're going to have a conflict with the devil. And, and if you're having a conflict with the devil this morning, that don't mean you're out of God's will. It's probably you're right where you're supposed to be. Huh? So there was a conflict. Uh, the, the Bible says in, in 2 Timothy that Janus and Jambres, they were sorcerers. They were, uh, amen, everything God has, the devil has a counterfeit. They were the prophets of Pharaoh, just like Moses was the prophet of God. See, we've got to determine the difference between the men of God and the men of the devil. Oh, yeah. So what did Moses do? He demonstrated the dominion. He de demonstrated that very thing before Pharaoh. That's what we're supposed to do. When we confront the enemy, we're supposed to demonstrate what is the source of our strength, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. So what did Pharaoh do? Well, his, Janus and Jambres, they imitated the miracle. And if you study it, it looks exactly the same as the one Moses performed. The devil is a seducer. He's subtle. He, uh, we said it last week, he ain't coming to you with a, a pitchfork and a, a crooked tail and, and horns on his head. He's going to be the most beautiful creature. 
You're going to be drawn to Him. You're going to be enticed by Him. I mean, this has to be real because it just feels right. Just because it's real don't make, it's right, make it right, friend. But let me share this with you, all right? This is what, man, this makes you want to have a Holy Ghost spell shouting, glory to God. So they imitated, they performed the same miracle. And you look at Pharaoh, he's sitting there watching his thing. And what God's doing and what God is going to do when it's all said and done, He's going to prove His authority over the devil through the plagues. But Pharaoh should have listened the first time and he wouldn't have had to go through everything else he went through. Because what happened, and, and again, every one of those, those prophets, there were more rods cast down by the devil than there were by Moses. In other words, that serpent that Moses cast down was outnumbered by the ones, the sorcerers. But you know what the Bible says? <laughs> while he was down, while he was humbled, while he made himself of no reputation, he defeated The devil, the other snakes. Do you know we've all got a snake? We've all got a rod of authority and dominion. It, it's, not the, it's not the rod of God. It's, it's the rod of ourself and our own sin. But you know what you got to do? you got to cast it down. And you know what happened? The Bible says that he swallowed it up. <laughs> Over in 1 Corinthians 15, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But death is swallowed up in victory. <laughs> Through what? The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is our authority and dominion and our power over anything and everything the devil throws against us. And not anything other than the true gospel that ye have received. The one you've been taught, the one you learned, the one that is found within the pages of that book. The simple gospel of the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. Not a prosperity gospel. Not a health and wealth gospel. Not a name it, claim it gospel. Not a speak it into existence gospel. Y'all hearing me today? Not a deliverance gospel. Y'all hearing me? Can I say, it ain't always God's will to deliver you in this life. And anybody who tells you otherwise is a liar and is a false prophet. Did, did, did God, y'all, did, did the Lord deliver Paul? Second Corinthians 12. 
there was sent against Paul a messenger of Satan. You know what was a demon? Huh? To buffet him. Now what does that mean? I don't know. A lot of people say it's a physical ailment. There is a connection. Oh, y'all are so in trouble now. There is a connection between physical illness and demons. Just is. Can't refute it. Job. It just is. But just because you're sick don't mean you've got a demon. And if you're saved, you ain't possessed by, by no demon. Alright? But that messenger of Satan was sent to buffet and afflict Paul. And it was pretty severe because he asked the Lord three times to take it away. What did God say? No. My grace is sufficient. But we got this crowd today that wants to tell you that you can speak deliverance into existence. That you have the authority and the power to be as God. Isn't that what the serpent told Eve? What does God do? God speaks things into existence. And you've got a demonic crowd out there today that's telling us that I can speak deliverance over my cancer. No, you can pray. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And God, if it be your will, heal me from cancer. And guess what? He may do it. He can do it. Because He is a God that is in the healing business. I've seen it and I know it. He is in the miracle working business. But don't you let no charlatan tell you that you have the authority to speak and it be so. You know what else the devil told Eve? He, here's what God said you can know. God said, this is what I want you to know. You ain't supposed to eat that, that fruit. Now God didn't tell Adam and Eve everything, did He? God ain't told us everything. You know why? Because there's some things we don't need to know. Some things ain't our business. And when we get to heaven, maybe He'll explain it to us. Maybe He won't. I don't know. But you better be careful about trying to know things that God don't want you to know. He said, I'm going to give you a greater knowledge. You're going to know. I'm going to enlighten your eyes. And I'm going to help you to know things other than what the Bible says. That's false religion. False religion. It's occultism. It is a sign of witchcraft. And I'm just telling you folks today, I'm telling you the devil is subtle. He is a deceiver. And he ain't outside of us. He's right in the middle of us. And I ain't talking about this church. I'm just talking about the church of the living God. He's imitating the truth. And he is leading many souls astray by focusing on something other than what is the true gospel, the simple gospel of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And anybody who emphasizes and promotes anything other than the true gospel, the Bible says, let him be accursed. And that ain't my word. That's the word of God. But God can... I, I heard a preacher. Just because he's a preacher don't mean he's... Just because he's a prophet don't mean he's God's preacher or prophet. You know what he said? That's what he said this week. Same preacher that's been talking to demons. And getting direction. 
divine direction, getting, in other words, the, the will of God for His church, He's getting it by talking to demons. And this is as true as I'm speaking it out of my mouth. You know who else did that? Saul. Am I not telling you the truth? Saul started out great. He went down the wrong road. And you know what ended up happening? He died on the battlefield. Out of God's will. Was he saved or lost? I don't know. But I know that the night before he died, he was practicing witchcraft. Consulting with demons to determine the divine will of God. So this same person that's making decisions regarding his local church, here's what he said this week, quoting Romans chapter number 10, which is the gospel. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Say that again. That's the message is salvation. You know what he said? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And he wasn't talking about sin He's talking about sickness and demons. That is a gross misrepresentation, misrepresentation of the Word of God and it's dangerous ground. I say all that to say you better have some discernment between Janus and Jambres versus Jesus. Because there's a lot of... Jan Can I say this? There's a whole lot more Janus and Jambreses than there are Jesuses. But I think I'll just st stick by the old time way. I think I'll stick with the gospel that I learned and was taught by the David Davises, by the James Barnes, by the Kenneth Baileys, by the Bill Brysons, and by the Howard Elliots. I'm accountable to those men. And I'm in a tough spot right now as your pastor. Because used to, when I got in a bind, I knew who to call. And I knew that they would help me and direct me. And I don't have that now. I've got Jesus. Thank you. Amen. But I'm accountable to those men. And even though they're not here, I knew, I know where they, would, they stand. I know what Bill Bryson would tell me. And you know what? That's where I'm going to stand. Amen? Because I don't want to lay up my forefathers. I would much rather put... Man, you know, some of these things, man, it's hard. Sometimes you get... I mean, what is right and what's wrong? You think preachers got it all figured out? You crazy. Huh? But you know, I think I'd rather put my confidence in men of God who lived a holy life and who practiced what they preached than some charlatan out there that's immoral, dishonest, arrogant, and is communicating with demons to determine God's will for his life. No, I think I'll just go with God. And you pray for me, and you pray that this church will always take, and I say this, and, I, and I'm through. We talk about numbers, and boy, we've got a good crowd here. You know why? Because God blessed us. God will bless you for doing right. But this church has always been rather small in status. And you know why? Because we've always took a stand on what's right. And most people don't want that. So, I mean, if we're going to base our success and our prosperity and whether or not we're full every week, we can do that. But in doing so, we're going to violate the principles and truths of God's Word. And I ain't going that way. Amen? Because I believe with all my heart the, Lord, the reason God has blessed us with His presence this morning. And you tell me, has God not met with us here today?
I believe God's blessing us for taking a stand. And you know, that's, all, that's what we're supposed to do. Having done all to stand. To withstand the enemy and to stand on the truth of God's Word. But here's what happens today. Not just the devil's crowd, but God's crowd will crucify the man of God for taking a stand. They did that to Moses. Did they not? Moses took a stand. Where would they have been without Moses? But you know the next thing they're new? They're blaming Moses. They're calling him a troublemaker and a problem causer. Well, if they did it to him, they'll do it to us too. But then you know what we'll do? The people of God, they'll give a free pass to the devil's crowd. And it's okay. Leave them alone. The Bible says mark them. Avoid them. Expose them. Stay away from them. Because if you play with a snake long enough, sooner or later it's either going to bite you or somebody you care about. And that's the message for today. <laughs> There's victory in Jesus, friend. There's victory not in all of this complicated mess that none of us will understand when we get to heaven. I'm telling you, the one thing that will, that will meet every need that you have in your life is the power. Paul said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth unto the Jew first and also unto the Greek. Let's just keep lifting up the rod. <laughs> hey, you don't ever have to worry about him. He, they'll never put him down again. He'll never become a, a snake again. Once was enough for Jesus. And all God, I'm telling you, what God expects you to do on your job, around your family, in your community is just lift up your hands. Lift the rod of the gospel of Jesus and let God do the drawing. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. We've seen that happening here lately. And if we'll just keep our hands lifted up, even become, hey, when you see your brother or sister getting weary, why don't you go help them lift their hands up? Anybody know what it is to, for your hands to become weary? That's where we've got to step in and lift one another up in Jesus. We've got to keep those hands up, keep that rod elevated, make sure the people don't see us, but they see the one that's worthy, and that's our Savior who bled and died and rose again for our sins in our place. So let's all stand today. I ain't going to give an invitation. I don't know where you're at, who you are, what you need. But I know where you can come to find help. Casting all our care upon Him. For He cares for you. If you're saved today and you're oppressed and you're burdened and you're afflicted, why don't you come and ask God either for deliverance or sufficient grace to help you make it not out of, but through whatever it is you're facing. If you're lost today, the, friend, the truth is, friend, you've got a snake that needs to be dealt with. You need a, you've got a snake in your life that needs to be swallowed up. But if you'll just, if you'll just lay your rod, the, rod of your, the authority of your life down on this altar and, and admit and recognize the reality of who you are, you're unworthy, you're, you don't deserve nothing, neither do I. But you let Jesus come and swallow up your sin. Change your life and raise you up and let you be a child of God. Father in heaven, I love you. 
God, I thank You for Your presence, Lord. We've done our best to lift up Jesus. Lord, I thank You, Lord, for a congregation that came to God's house with a desire to worship You. God, we all ought to be on our, fall flat on our faces in an old-fashioned altar and just praise You for seeing fit, Lord, just to meet with no good, wretched, unworthy sinners like us. But God, i got a feeling in this house that some people, Lord, You've dealt with still haven't responded. They're holding out on You. They're resisting You, God. I pray they'd submit, yield themselves, and allow You to do for their lives. God, somebody that's saved, they've got a burden. God, they're carrying a weight or a heaviness, God, a load. God, I pray they'd come and cast it before You, Lord. But God, Lord, if there's somebody that's lost today, I pray You'd help them to come and humble themselves and let You forgive them and save them and change their life. God, I've never met anybody that came to Jesus that was disappointed, God. Pleasantly surprised. He'll do more for them than what they could ever imagine. Lord, have You will in Your way. Bless, respond. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. Move. During this invitation, we'll praise You and give You glory ahead of time for what You're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. As Miss Grace plays, you mind the Lord, some have already come. Don't miss out on a blessing because the devil lies to you. The devil's trying to get you to stay in your place. And What are these people going to think? Friend, there ain't none of us worth anything. We're all misfits. Don't let our, we, 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 we spend mo, so much time letting the devil rob us of what we need because we're too proud to admit the reality of our need. Friend, if you've got a need, I know where the answer is. I know where the solution is. I know where the cure is. It's not complicated. It's not hard. It's simple. It's easy. Maybe you're here today and you've been trying to lift your hands up, but they become weary. Maybe you just need to come, some Christian saint, pray with you and encourage you and help you to know that you're loved and you're cared for. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll go with you all the way. Why don't you come while these are praying? How about it, lost friend? Why don't you come and cast the rod of your life down and let Jesus swallow up your sins, raise you up as a new creature in Christ while these are praying. Are you saved? Do you know Christ? If you were to die before the sun goes down, do you know that you know that you know that you'd spend eternity in heaven? Or is there a chance that if you were to draw your last breath before the day's over, that you'd spend eternity burning in the flames of hell? Boy, you need to come to this altar while these are praying. How about it, friend? One more chorus, Grace. Sing it now.
trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. All God's people say it. I want to remind you about the service tonight, 6 o'clock uh, p.m. And uh, again, we'll have uh, Andrew Anderson with us, and you don't want to miss that service. Let's continue to pray for each other, lift one another up. And boy, hadn't God blessed us here this morning. All minds and hearts clear before we go. It's just 1215. Amen, Matt. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on. anything before we dismiss today? Man, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Hey, man. Yeah. It's good, Dwayne. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times what we need, we don't need deliverance. We need repentance. We repent, God will deliver. We're going to skip that process. All right. Hallelujah, Sam. That's good. Anybody else today? We're on his time. You know I'm usually still wound up by now. Don't let the devil rob you out of a blessing today. Go ahead, Uncle Kenny. That's good. Yeah, come on. Come on. Amen, Jace. Amen. It's good. Yeah.
Amen. 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 Good, Uncle Kenny. Anybody else today? We're going to end with this time of prayer around Matt. Somebody else this morning? Here's what I want us to do. I want Matt, and I, you don't mind coming, do you? I want Matt to come. Jace, I want you to come, brother. We're going to pray over you, buddy, for your memo. Okay? Anybody else has, have a special need they want to be prayed for today? This is biblical, as long as we do it in the right way. Amen? Y'all hearing me today? Amen? This is biblical. Anybody else have a special need? A loved one, a physical need? We're praying over Matt and his job. Somebody? Now's the time. Don't be ashamed. Matt, you come. Jason, I want you to come up here, buddy. Everybody come gather around them. We're going to pray over them. Father, Lord, I pray, God, that you continue to glorify yourself and magnify thy name. So unite as Abner's church, Lord. 